Mm-hmm. Okay. I was browsing a little bit on your blog this ah. week, knowing that we would be talking and yeah. you shared something It actually came from somebody else, but you shared it on your blog and I really, really liked it. Isn't and, a great idea. Yes. You know what I'm going to talk about? The gratitude box. Could yes. you describe a little bit? Maybe we could actually banter some ideas about what might go in the box. And yeah. Welcome back to Adventure Parenting with Grace. I am Lori Donahue, and this is the Gospel Parenting Podcast, where we will walk with you through the joys of parenting and the most painful challenges so you can rise with courage, practical strategies, and hope to parent with purpose. Anne-Marie Gosnell is with us today, and she has an amazing ministry to ministry leaders and to parents, and she teaches them how to use object lessons to help kids learn spiritual truths. So she's going to share with us, and since this is Thanksgiving week, we thought that we would talk about gratitude and ways that you can really increase the gratitude in your kids' hearts. Since it's Thanksgiving and I want to show my gratitude toward you, I've decided to give you both podcasts on gratitude this week so you have them available for Thanksgiving. And by the way, a lot of this can be applied to Christmas as well. So this is really for the holidays in general. So let's hop in and listen to Anne-Marie. We are here today with Anne-Marie Gosnell, who I have been watching from afar for quite a while. And she is a ministry leader and has written books and is running a conference. And she has just a lot of wonderful things to share. Hi, Anne-Marie. Hello. I'm excited to be here. It's nice to put a face with the name. So hi, Laura. Yes, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. This is wonderful. So I have uh, invited her to come on because we are talking about Thanksgiving. And watching her countenance, she is just a very thankful person. And I don't know this with personal experience, but I just see it oozing out of her. So I thought she would be perfect uh, this week of Thanksgiving to talk about Thanksgiving. And as we talk about Thanksgiving today, Anne-Marie, I am hoping we can talk about Thanksgiving in general. That's really important part of our worship and our praise and our relationship with the Lord is thankfulness. So we'll spend a lot of time on gratitude. And then with the holidays, both Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up, I thought it would be great to go over some tips and and how you deal with the holidays with a family. We're talking to parents. Sometimes the holidays deal with us. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. So true. We're talking to parents with kids, and that can be a really, really stressful time, holidays. So so that's, that's what we're doing today, everybody. Awesome. And thank you, Anne-Marie, for being here. I would like this morning if you could share a little bit, Anne-Marie, about your ministry experience and what you've done and what brings you to this point today. Okay. Well, it's so fun to look back over the years and just see God's hand upon everything, good or bad, that has happened, experienced, whatever it might be. When I think back through my story, I can't help but be thankful over how God has just moved. I grew up in Florida. I was a a puppeteer first in my ministry. My mom is known as the puppet lady. And so she and my dad ran the puppet ministry at our church. And so I started in puppets. How old? How old were you? um, Let's see. I was high school age. 
Okay. Uh, then and and then from there, I ended up my senior year of high school. Nobody would teach the fifth grade Sunday school class, and so I was like, "Well, I can do it. Let me Good do for it." You. So I went in there and taught fifth graders about Jesus, and it was uh, like my first experience. It was awesome, and so uh, just just from there, uh, understanding the importance of parents doing ministry with their kids. Because I know I would not be where I am today if my mom and dad hadn't pulled me along, yeah. uh, showing me their love for what they were doing. Even though, you know, sometimes I could be a high school kid with the attitude, you know, <laughs> I was in my days. Yes, yes. <laughs> but just seeing them work out their ministry uh, has just been a great influence. And so good for you. Um, yeah. And so. Uh, my church started the Awana program and I knew that there was like a little devotional time that was a part of that program. And so when they asked me to volunteer, I said, yes, I will do it, but I want that devotional time. Like I want to lead that time. And they uh -huh. said, sure. And so from there, that's where future flying saucers grew from all of those lessons that I taught those kids years ago. But then also my background is in curriculum and instruction. I have a master's in curriculum and instruction. I was a teacher for a while in Christian school mm -hmm. and I'm a homeschool mom. And so I had been going to conferences. I'd go to homeschool conferences. I would go to education conferences. I went to ministry conferences. I'm like, I'm conferencing all over the place. <laughs> what if there was a conference that brought the best of all those three worlds together for people who just wanted to teach the Bible creatively. Mm -hmm. And that's where Bible Creative Conference was born from. Uh, oh. And so it, it's been such an amazing journey. Here I am today working on a fifth object lesson book. And you know, we're going to be going into our conference in February. I'm just overwhelmed with the idea that God even wants to use me. I can't help but be thankful and filled with the gratitude. He didn't have to choose me. Like yeah. he could yeah. have chosen anybody else, but for some reason he chose me with all my faults and yeah. everything that I do wrong, you know. Um, he chooses the humble. I mean, if you look throughout scripture, it's all, it's he doesn't choose the Pharisees to do his ministry. True. So True. Yeah. yeah. So that's, yeah. that's so, really great. I've also seen that, you know, I think it's is it from Spider-Man where, you know, his dad says, you know, if, if you're given just a little bit, much is going to be required of you. you know? that's from the Bible. It's for scripture, you know, because it's literally, you know, it's the talents, you know, yeah. God's going to give the, the talents and the giftings to those who will actually use them to glorify him. And so yes. I, I try to do that. That's, in that's so that great. Oh, well, I'm so thankful because it's clear that he's doing some great things with you. And thank you. Okay. I am grateful for you. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. It's so yes. fun. And I get to meet people like you. I mean, oh, it's, really it's so fun. fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is really fun. Yeah. So do you have kids? I do. I have three. Oh, okay. Uh, I have a 10th grader, 9th grader, and a 6th grader. Oh, so you yeah. are having fun times. Yeah, it's actually, you know, it's kind of cool because, you know, you hear all these horror stories of, you know, the teenage years and all this type of stuff. Now, granted, you know, my oldest is 15, so we're still going through, but I am enjoying it so much. Yes. I yeah. really am. And getting yeah. to see them now begin to own their so spiritual awesome. walks. Yeah. Just, Precious. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. we have four daughters. And I loved the high school years. They, you yeah. know, they weren't perfect and, you know, yeah. 
you get a little attitude a little bit here and there every once yeah. in a while, and they don't necessarily agree with you about everything. But I love those years. We just had so much fun. So yeah. it doesn't have to be the way that people say and dread the teenagers. It does not have to be that way. Those are some no. of the best, best years of uh, raising kids. Yeah. So. Okay. As I said before, this will probably air Thanksgiving week. So what better time to talk about Thanksgiving? And so I would like to get into that eventually, but, but first let's just lay the groundwork of why gratitude is so important. Scripture tells us, be thankful in mm -hmm. all things. And why would God tell us that when there are bad things that happen in the world? Right. What do you think? Well, enter his courts with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. Like it's everywhere in the Psalms that thanksgiving goes hand in hand with our worship. And the more we realize who God is mm -hmm. and who man is, mm -hmm. <laughs> us people, yeah, that gratitude has to grow out of us because he doesn't need us. It's like we just sometimes we go day to day to day, not paying attention to whatever. And we've got to pay attention to what God's doing around us. He doesn't mm -hmm. need us. Yeah. But he wants to use us, yes. which right yes. there is just that idea blows my mind sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so just to be thankful that not only that he uses us, but that he blesses us and he gives us like everything around us is from him. I would not have a house to live in. I wouldn't have air to breathe if it wasn't for him. Yeah. You know, if we get down to the nitty gritty of yeah. it, we yeah. have life because he chooses to give us life one more day when we wake up. He didn't have to do that. Oh, I love um, it. Yeah. yeah. That's so good. One of my favorite things to talk about is God's character. Mm -hmm. And I like what you said about it's God's character that shows us everything we want to be thankful for because mm -hmm. who he is really instills where our gratitude comes from. I have been passionate about getting to know God better because that's really the only way to grow. So yeah. I love that. Yeah, and if you think about the scripture, the goats versus the sheep, you know, and God tells the goats, the goats, you know, depart from me. I never knew you. It's like, there's something like what you said, like the more we know God and he knows us, there's something to that yeah. knowledge of who God is and who mm -hmm. we are and that whole connection mm -hmm. that man, it's like, I, I want to be a sheep. You know? <laughs> yeah. I want to know God so much that as we're walking through the day, Holy Spirit's just here and you know, he's here, but sometimes we don't pay close attention to it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And the more we know God, the more our trust gets deep mm -hmm. and our security is deep. If our identity is in God, then we have strong, secure kids. And yeah. so that's what we are trying. That's one of the things that we try to grow as well. So this is great. I love this yeah. conversation already. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Some will gather around Thanksgiving table and they know it's Thanksgiving and that means something to them, but they don't really exactly know what it, what it means because they might say, say, everybody go around and say something you're thankful for. And we have said that too. We, we do that at our Thanksgiving table. Everybody expresses something they're thankful for. But if you don't narrow in to who you are thankful to, then mm -hmm. you're just thankful to what? To 
you know, to nothing. You're just thankful. And it somehow it always comes back to people or to us or whatever. And God is, God should be the focus of our thankfulness. Do you have any thoughts? Well, you know, I'm all about teaching the next generation, right? So that falls on parents and to encourage parents to understand that your kids are watching you all the time. Mm. Even when you don't know they're watching you, they're watching you. They're watching what you say. They're watching what you do. They're watching whether or not that matches up. They're watching what you say about people. They're listening in on conversations and watching relationships. Like they're watching all of it. Mm -hmm. And moms and dads, grandparents, aunts, uncles are models of whatever attribute you want to put in there. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're focusing on Thanksgiving. So if we want our children to have an attitude of Thanksgiving, then moms, dads, aunts, uncles, grandmas, grandpas need to model Mm -hmm. being thankful Mm -hmm. all the time, Mm -hmm. not just on a holiday. Right. Right. It has to be a way of life. Mm -hmm. And so even like one of the things my husband will pray with our kids every night before bed, then every now and then I get the opportunity to do that. I do, I do other stuff at bedtime, but he, he listens to their, their prayers of praise with them, but they always start out. Thank you, God for, mm-hmm. and then they start list, listing off these things. Now, when they were little, it was, thank you for the dog. Thank you for the <laughs> whatever, you know, and it wasn't, yeah. you know, but then you get those prayers, those days where it's like, thank you for my friend who did this. thank you for blessing me this way, you know, and, and just the more we are able to model Thanksgiving, the more it's going to come out of our kids. Yes. And so when you have that time to sit around the table and really ponder and think about again, parents, grandparents, leading your children into this idea, okay, we have a holiday that totally circles around Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Let's really think about what, what does God want us to do with that? Let's yeah. look at some examples of people in the Bible who were thankful. Let's look at what Jesus said about Thanksgiving, like pull out the Bible. If you have a good, you know, uh, commentary or, you know, some, the Bibles have those indexes in the back, you know, look up the word thankfulness or whatever, and just go and and just read some verses. So what does it truly mean for us to be thankful and yeah. sometimes we'll see that being thankful is actually paired with suffering, which is really hard sometimes. But when we have those conversations with our kids, so-and-so was mean to me, or I didn't get this part in a play, or I didn't, you know, they had these sufferings that, you know, they're really, you know, first world problems, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> But, you know, when we have these heartbreaks that happen, we can Mm -hmm. still be thankful through the hard times. Mm -hmm. And your kids are going to watch you, mom and dad, when you have the bill that you're not able to pay on time, or you have a relationship with a friend that's not going well. How are you going to be thankful? How are you going to handle suffering in your way? Mm -hmm. Because I think of, you know, the disciples, they were, they were 
taken out of jail and went away with Thanksgiving in their hearts that these people, they were all excited that they got to be put in jail because of Jesus. Yes. (laughs) They were praising God in jail. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and Paul and Silas singing worship songs while they had chains on, you know, it's like, you know, so there's this idea of, yeah, absolutely. We need to consider the personhood of God and be thankful for who he is and who we are in him. But we also, we need to be thankful in the good times to recognize that during times of suffering and sickness and hard times, there's, there's yes. ways to be thankful for those too, because nothing returns void. God right. will use everything in your life to yeah. either bless you or bless somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Or glorify himself. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Throughout all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. My husband and I do a food share program where we bring the the gospel and I handle the kids portion of it. So last Monday, we enacted Moses leading the Israelites through, well, there were two jump ropes, but through the waters as the seas parted. And then we talked about when he got on the other side, Miriam danced and sang and was so thankful. And and she did not forget to thank God for that. Oftentimes when things turn right. out good, then we forget to go back and yes. say thank you. Yeah. 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 So good. I really like what you said about suffering also being yeah. a time to praise and thank thank the Lord, because then that's the hard time when we don't think that we should be thanking at that point. Yeah. And, and sometimes you know, when we're in the midst of the suffering, we're like asking the questions, where is God? Why is this mm-hmm. happening to me? I'm like, well, not necessarily going to have those answers right away because right. sometimes even in this life, we may not know those answers, but God will do something with it. I mean, his word shows that everywhere that yes. he uses the suffering of his believers for his glory and for the benefit of everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. That is such a good point. And, and when we're going through it, the best thing to do is to go back and look at scripture and to see how God brought people through things. And mm-hmm. okay. I was browsing a little bit on your blog this ah. week, knowing <laughs> that we would be talking and yeah. you shared something It actually came from somebody else, but you shared it on your blog. And I really, really liked it. Isn't it a great idea? Yes. You know what I'm going to talk about? I yeah. am. I am. <laughs> the, the, the gratitude box. Could yes. you describe a little bit? Maybe we could actually banter some ideas about what might go in the box. And Yeah. Okay. So this, and this is actually something uh, families could do together, like after you eat or whatever on Thanksgiving you know, before all the chaos breaks out and the kids go play, right? <laughs> but you get an old shoe box or a Rubbermaid box or something like that, something you can't see through. Oh, okay. I love playing up the secretive part because yes. it's just fun. And yeah. so you you could do it different ways. Like the parents could actually choose different items from around the house, put them in the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you could have like every kid go choose something and put it in the box. Oh, that's a good and, uh, and then what you do is, you know, kind of shake it up a little bit. I mean, don't put anything breakable in it. Right. But then you kind of <laughs> no shake glass. it up and then you pull out an item and nobody's going to know what the item is. So you pull it out and let's say it's, oh, I've got my shoes right here. Let's say it's a shoe. Oh, okay. I and see it. You Your red shoes. That's good. Yeah. And, and then you ask the question. So why are we thankful for shoes? And you get your kids to start thinking, why am I thankful for your shoes? Yeah. Well, what would happen if you didn't have any shoes? And you can start really getting them to understand 
wow, if I didn't have a pair of shoes, my feet would be cold or I would have to step on the rocks or my socks would get holes in them, you know, or, you know, really get them, especially if you have younger ones, to really start thinking about, oh, it's not just a pair of shoes. It's something that can protect my feet. And then from there, you can say, well, who else protects you? And then you can go into how God protects us from rocks or whatever that like you can step on things and in life like things can happen to us but God's protecting us through everything even if it doesn't feel like he is because even when you put shoes on you can't feel every bump and rock or whatever that you step on yeah so even though we're going through a hard time we can still be thankful that God's with us we can be thankful for a pair of shoes so let's say you pull out like I don't know a pair of scissors well what do we use scissors for? And just start thinking about what, what types of things can scissors do? Mm-hmm. What would happen if we didn't have a pair of scissors? Mm-hmm. And, and again, just start really getting them to think about why do we have these things? Well, mm-hmm. how we're able to cut apart things. What types of things do we cut apart? And we cut apart paper or we can cut apart string or we can cut apart, you know, whatever. And just have them start thinking, okay, well, what would I do if I had a piece of rope and I didn't have any scissors? How would I cut it, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, But then from there, you're like, okay, well, what other types of things sometimes get cut, but not with scissors? Mm-hmm. And then you can start thinking about, well, relationships can sometimes be severed. Yeah. But with Jesus... You know, we actually, because of the fall in the garden, we were kind of cut off from God. Like scissors would cut a rope or a string. We're cut from God, but Jesus is the one who fixes that so that we can have a relationship with God. So, so you just, just through questions and I love it through things. Yeah. You can have these really amazing conversations with your kids about God and Yes. Things that you never even think about. So that concludes part one of Impactful Holidays. And we are going to be airing part two before Thanksgiving as well. So you can listen to that and maybe get some more ideas that you can implement for Thanksgiving. And if you can't listen by Thanksgiving, then you can, of course, use them at Christmas. So I wish you all a wonderful Thanksgiving. And remember, even though you have lots of preparations for the holidays, Remember to rest in the Lord this week. Mm-hmm.